The Houston Astros are involved in a massive blockbuster trade with the Mariners. Abraham Toro almost crushes the Astros and comes back as the Mariners fall short. And the Houston Astros win 8-6. to six. We're here. It's late. We don't care. This is Locked on Astros. This is Eric. I'm Brett. Come with us today. Locked on Astros starts now. Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric the Man Heisman and Brett H-Town Wheelhouse Chansey. We are Locked on Houston Astros and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter and at Eric Talks Stros, and you can find a show at Locked On Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can you find you at? They can find me at H Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. Okay, I can still feel my heart. I'm not having a heart attack. So um, that ninth inning, uh, these games are becoming a little bit too stressful. When Abraham freaking Toro comes in and uh, hits a home run on the day you trade him away to the Mariners, that that freaking that that's like karma or something. And uh, he's hit a home run in every game this series. And so hopefully he doesn't play tomorrow. Hopefully the Mariners uh, go ahead and sit him or something. But uh, but. These games are getting a little too intense, and I know this is supposed to be a division race, but come on, man. Come on, man. Uh, this is supposed to be easy game. Lance McCullers at, was pitching uh, really great, then all of a sudden it just it got out, a little out of control there towards the end, and you should have brought in Brooks Raley. I'm just saying it. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> hey, kidding. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> maybe we would have had different results, but I mean – that's just how baseball goes. Abraham Toro comes in. We're literally setting up for the podcast. We've we've got a pretty good lead. And as I'm setting up, you look at me and you're like, Abraham Toro just hit a home run. And I'm like, what? And I'm looking at the game day and I just could not believe it. And we were both having this discussion. We can't, we can't do this again. Or not not we. We're not on the field. We're not playing. They can't do this again. But the way this day has gone has been quite a crazy day. You know, the Mariners actually got back a guy to replace the guy that they lost um, from the Pirates. And there's some other things we'll talk about later on. We're not going to make this a long extended show because we've right. got plenty of people coming on. Um, Thursday, we've got Roflow coming on from MLB Network. Tomorrow, we'll have a show at 830 because actually, if you're listening today, it's a 240 game. Tonight we'll be on at 8.30, so it's not super late. Join us. Bring all your friends and family. Let's talk Astros baseball. Maybe they make a move. Maybe they don't. But, Eric, this team hit the ball again very, very well. 15 hits. Um, Jordan Alvarez is seeing the ball well. And Carlos Correa. Um, Carlos Correa was actually um, – he was only one for five today, but he's still seeing the ball a lot better this series. Yeah, and uh, guys, uh, speaking of which, uh, if you want to get more involved in conversation, I know that we're, we do the Spotify Green Room, and this episode is Spotify uh, is uh, is uh, brought to you by Spotify Green Room, and we're going to do that probably this week on Friday or Saturday. Uh, that's a day that we don't typically do a YouTube, even though that's probably a day that we're going to be talking about. Hopefully, another blockbuster trade the Astros make, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that trade. Uh, but Spotify Green Room is changing the way we talk sports. And we're going to definitely talk a little bit more about this game today because this was one of those uh, games that we'll be t- uh, 
thinking about because Ryan Presley, your closer after all this talk about Dusty Baker saying, yeah, Presley's my closer. And uh, then <laughs> Graveman's not going to be a closer. Then Presley comes in. But uh, I think this was kind of one of those weird games. And you have Graveman saying, oh, man, I, I love the fact that I'm going to be with the Astros. But it had to be a weird experience being traded across the way. And he had to go say goodbye to everybody. And he said that uh, – He's not worried about pitching against the Mariners because he said a lot of uh, pitchers uh, during batting practice, they don't really pay attention to the opposing hitters. But he said he actually watches the opposing hitters to kind of learn what they do. Sorry, the, the Mariners hitters. So he actually might know the Mariners hitters uh, more than um, most pitchers would. And uh, Rafael Montero, this is something a lot of people may not know. He was the Mariners closer to start the season. Yes, he's had a bad season, but this is a guy who could be uh, like something the Astros can really turn in something. If not, like we talked about in another show, uh, it, it doesn't hurt. And he does have one more year of team control. So if it doesn't work, you designate him for assignment. This is this is something that is not a big deal. So I'm excited. Let's talk about this game first. Um, so it started off with that big three-run homer by Jordan Alvarez, and that was it. It looked like it looked like uh, like a carbon copy of the game before a lot of offense early like they scored seven runs in the first four innings and then um lance mccullers i uh, gave up the two-run homer i think early too yeah uh, the but, first inning as well yeah. yeah but i mean it was it was just a good game all around i think for the houston astros i don't think there's really anything to pick apart get this on a night where michael brantley goes over five everybody else in the lineup gets a hit like everybody maldonado who actually Went home on a wild pitch and slid head first. Miles Straw got in the action. Diaz, first game back, two for five today, contributed, had an excellent glove, had a, had a couple excellent plays from third base. Um, Tucker also um, had, a, had a great game, two for five. Like you mentioned, Alvarez, three for five. And Altuve, three for five, who's being rained down with booze no matter where he goes. And Lance McCullers on the mound just – up there, his movement was incredible, Eric. I The pitches in the zone were not flying straight. They had all kinds of torque on them, spin. They had all kinds of curve, and you love seeing that. And after Lance gave up that one home run, he settled down. He did have three walks, but he could have had a lot more walks. Remember, um, last game, he had a lot more walks. I think he gave up the most walks he had given up all season. So for him to get his control back a little bit was really good. Those four runs looked like they were going to hurt. The Mariners looked like they were going to come back. You know, here's the thing. you got to give the Mariners credit. They have fight in them. They don't give up. And so, but that's what you expect. If, if a team is surging in your division, they're not just going to lay down because the first place team is in town. But it sure helps that the Oakland A's are playing the San Diego Padres right now. And last I checked, they and were they actually lost. losing. They lost. Oh, they did lose. Okay. So we gained another game back on Oakland. That's good. Now we also gained a game on Seattle. So separate yourself on this road trip. Really make a statement, especially with another move before the trade deadline hits 3 o'clock on Friday. 
Yeah, Lance McCullers could have fell apart in the in the sixth inning. I know he gave up the two runs, but or uh, yeah, I think it was only two runs in that inning. But uh, he in six innings uh, he allowed six hits, four in runs, three walks, uh, eight strikeouts, one hundred nine pitches. So um, the three walks were was a little alarming, but he was under control most of the game. So and then you had the other guys come in and bullpen, but unfortunately Ryan Presley was just not himself today. But um, you, you kind of see how the bullpen is going to work. But uh, Blake Taylor is going to be one of your guys. Uh, Ryan Sanick is going to be one of your guys. Then Ryan Presley in there. And uh, I think that Kendall Graveman is going to be your eighth inning guy, most likely. Uh, and then when you need somebody, when uh, Presley isn't available, then you're going to have, uh, then you'll have Graveman as your closer. For yeah. And one of the things I want to mention that I saw, I saw the interview that I believe Berman or Chandler Rome, one of those guys posted. I know they were all standing around there. I, I know Rome put an article on the on his on his Chronicle um, sports page. But Graveman was noticeably emotional during that interview because he was not expecting to get traded. It wasn't like he came into the game. They're like, "Hey, we're thinking about trading you. We're talking to some teams." It totally caught him off guard. Um, and he said, "I'm a builder. I like to build things from the ground up, and that's what I feel like we did." And so you kind of feel like basically that you let the clubhouse down because you're leaving, but there's nothing you can do about it. But he also said, I'm really proud to wear this uniform because they built a winning culture in Houston. And I want to be a part of that. And you love to hear a player coming over, say that you'd love to see the Astros on the other side, getting into the game. You'd love to see Joe Smith have a good inning. You'd love to see Toro hit that home run. I know it didn't hurt us in the end, ultimately, but you ultimately want those guys to have success. But here's something to think about. Abraham Toro may not be a Seattle Mariner come Friday, three o'clock. He may be flipped for other pieces that they're looking for. If they're looking at some of these bigger name free um, um, guys that are on the trade market in the middle infield, namely at second base. So I'm, I've just heard rumblings that that may be a possibility that they flip Toro, but who knows after that home run, he may be staying there. <laughs> uh, somebody asked, uh, why did Baker not bring in Graveman in ninth inning? He was made available, but the problem is he's pitched in three of the last four games. So for that reason, he was not available to pitch in that game. So that's the reason why, just like you're not going to bring in Ryan Presley the day before you're not going to bring in. He your- will probably, he will probably pitch tomorrow. Eric, if there's a save situation, right. since Presley pitched tonight, he'll probably pitch tomorrow for the day game. And uh, Abraham Toro was a big price to pay for him, but I think uh, overall, especially with uh, Abra- with uh, Alex Bregman um, at third base, and then what you have, even if Carlos Correa leaves, you do have some options to fill in at shortstop, and there's going to be a lot of free agents at shortstop next year. You're going to have options to uh, fill Abraham Toro. So he was a piece the Astros could move, and uh, I think that the Astros made a good deal. And speaking of a good deal, let's talk a little bit about uh, a good deal at Spotify Green Room. Yeah, Spotify Green Room is changing the way we talk about sports. It's the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with me. You can talk with Eric. You can talk with other fans. You can actually talk with athletes, insiders. You can hear some of the biggest names in sports. We will be hosting our rooms every week, usually Friday or Saturday, depending on the day. We'll let you know. We'll keep you up to date. 
it is a perfect place to join conversations. You can join the MLB. When you do, join the MLB, join the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, join all the major sports rooms. It is currently available on iOS devices. You can create a profile, link your Twitter. You can find me at HTML Wheelhouse. You can find Eric at Eric Heisman on there. And we would love to have you part of the conversation. Several people right now on the show that are in the that are talking to us through the messaging through the chat have been in the Spotify Green Room. We'll feature you and you can be a part of a podcast. Share it with your family. Hey, I was on a podcast. And so you can be a superstar. Go check it out. Spotify Green Room is changing the way we talk about sports. Alrighty, so I see a lot of people are talking about this rumored deal, uh, including Taylor Jones. Um, I really don't feel comfortable talking about it too much because I don't know the sources and uh, I don't really want to go too much detail about it. But uh, if Taylor Jones is going to the Cubs, uh, I'd rather wait till some of the, no offense to the source, but I'd rather wait till <laughs> some of the bigger yeah. names kind of start saying it. But um if it's uh, if it's what I've heard, uh, it wouldn't be a bad deal for the player I've heard it for. But I'm not going to really um, I'm not going to really go full dive in yet. I well, yeah, I mean, you I can go it. to you can go to my Twitter to see who the who the player is we're speaking of. Yeah. I don't think it's really that big of a secret. But apparently, there's someone that claiming to be a family friend uh, or knows it. That's not no no. I'm I'm just explaining to them why yeah. we're not. Because what we don't want to do is we don't want to go, well, sources say, because when you don't have confirmed people that are that are talking about it, that really have connections, the Ken Rosenthal's, the the Chandler Romes, the Brad McTaggart's, those guys, but something's going to happen between now and Friday. It may not even be Taylor Jones. That that may be a smoke screen. That may be yeah. something that's that's there. The bottom line is this: If we're trading with the Cubs, Eric, I want to go after Hendricks or I want to go after Kimbrel. I don't, I don't, and and someone like that's not going to bring a Kimbrel or a Hendricks. No. But now that we got Graveman, why are we going to go after Kimbrel? So there are other pieces, there are other people out there that we can. Well, go did after. you see Presley pitch tonight? That's why I'm totally kidding. <laughs> oh yeah, you know Presley's broken. We got to replace him. You know, it's just yeah. And um, so check out, check out um. All this stuff going on and be careful that when you're out there searching social media, especially because there are a lot of people, let me tell you, if an account has 12 followers and they say breaking news, it's probably not breaking news. Click hinted that the Astros might not be dealing done dealing before Friday uh, 3 p.m. deadline. It's a move that we felt improved our roster, but we are going to continue to spend the next three days finding hopefully additional moves to improve our roster. We're going to overturn every rock, look under every possible, everything possibly we can to continue to put these guys in position to compete for a World Series. Click did say that uh, they they have some hope for Montero, and he said his uh, ERA is not where I'm sure you would like it to be, but he has ability to get some big outs at the end of the game, and it's something that we hope to continue to work uh, with him on, and we think it's going to be a big part of the, this team moving forward. And if you listen to Dusty Baker's comments before the game, he mentioned that Montero could be option to get some saves uh, down the road as well. So this is a big deal from uh, going from a Mariners team that DFA'd him to a, a Astros team that desperately needs some arms in the bullpen. So hopefully Brent Strom can go and work spread sprinkle his magic fairy dust on Montero and make him work. But like I said, 
Uh, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I think that this they need to do something. The uh, Astros had a 4.15 ERA uh, and they ranked 22nd with a 4.36 FIP uh, before uh, Wednesday's game. So they needed to do something. Uh, so they did something. Now they did something. They got a, a bona fide uh, high leverage reliever who could close some games in Kendall Graveman, and it got somebody who could eventually regain his confidence with the Houston Astros. Now here's the thing: in this move, we did not change the fact that we still have 40 men on the 40 man roster. Right. So we're going to have to and, trade away to clear space. I'm just saying we've still got people coming back. And by the way, these two uh, major leaguers for two major leaguers trades, never they I've never seen one. I don't think I've seen one of these before. I, well, I mean, I'm sure they've happened, but yeah. it's not very common, you know, but we are going to have to give up. If, if we're going to go after a big name, if we're going to go, if we're going to start talking about Scherzer again and guys like that, and, you know, I, I have no idea why, why uh, Marte's name keeps coming up. But if you're going to, let's just say, let's just entertain that. Let's just, if you're going to go after a big name, that's just for an example, hypothetical, because I don't think that'll ever happen. You're going to have to give up something because you can't have 42 men on a 40-man roster. You can only have 40. You can't squeeze an extra guy on there, you know. And right. so it's just it's just one of those things. Now there's a question here, and I I can answer this, Larry the GM. How likely would you say Scherzer deal is given his preference for a West Coast team? Well, CBS Sports reported that Max Scherzer wants to go to the West Coast. CBS Sports is reporting it. That's probably a. Pretty- but he also wants to play for a winning team too. So. Yeah, and the Dodgers are kind of banged up right now. They're totally getting owned by the Giants. And unless it's the Giants or the Padres, I don't know that Scherzer goes to the Dodgers. They've got a lot of injury issues. Um, they've got a lot of issues. Um, the Giants are running away with that division. I, I I don't see them losing that division. Rodriguez comes at a high price. And so, yes, and then Seattle did replace, I mentioned that earlier today, they, they replaced Graben with, the pitcher from Pittsburgh, Tyler Anderson. They sent two players for Tyler Anderson. So things are starting to heat up. Yeah, so um, I, I'm excited about all this. Uh, and I think that the Astros are setting themselves up. They have not traded any of their prospects yet. <clears throat> they are setting themselves up for a big trade. Does that mean Scherzer? No, but um, they, could, they could go out there and She still- just said no. You're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're so it's just funny how you were like, are they sitting this little shirts or no? You're, you're like you're like the teacher who asks the question but answers it. I would love Scherzer. I'm just I told you on the other podcast. Time. I would love to have Scherzer on this team. <laughs> I think he would be the difference uh, for the Astros. Honestly, to have oh, no, he would. That would be an absolute blockbuster of a deal. And there's some GMs out there that are worried about him, uh, how healthy he is. So then some some GMs are like, "Oh, he's fine," and so he's it just, fine. They've they've reported he's fine. Yeah. That the the MRI was there was nothing there, absolutely nothing there, and that was confirmed by Buster Only on his podcast. I heard it myself, and so there's nothing there. Um, he, I believe he pulled himself. He felt something, and I mean, he he is 37. He is going to want an extension. He is going to take a lot of capital. Three years, seventy-five million, somewhere around there is probably going to be what he asked for. Trevor Howard, yeah, Trevor Howard, you, you're you're not even talking about the most important thing. Yeah, I let Miss Diaz <laughs> is back, but get yourself a belt bar because Robel Garcia is back. That's the most important thing. So tell us That's a little right. bit about belt bar, Brett. So Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the business. And check this out, folks. If you've had protein bars and it's not a Built Bar, you need to 
honestly, throw them away because they're not worth a darn. They have too much sugar. They have too many calories and they don't even taste good. And they're not even wrapped in 100% chocolate, but built bars are. Just like Diaz coming back and going two for five, a built bar is the way to go. Or getting Kendall Graveman to help out the back in your bullpen, that's like a built bar in Major League Baseball talk. So, built bar has this new flavor called Grasshopper Cookie. It's their take on the thin mint cookie. Go check it out. Most of their bars have 17 to 18 grams of protein, 130 to 180 calories at the most, four to five grams of sugar, four to five grams of net carbs, amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. So go, go check it out. Whether you're on this keto diet, whether you're on some primitive diet or Atkins diet or whatever you're on, built bars will fit into your program as well. The U.S. The U.S. track and field team consumes built bars. So world-class athletes and awesome podcasters like this guy and that guy over there consume built bars. Sorry, I was doing like this. I'm, I might start dancing. We'll do the whip and the nay-nay on here. Anyways, the offer, this offer is exclusive to y'all, our listeners. Built.com. Don't tell the other hosts, but we have this special offer. 15% off your first order. It's use the promo code LOCKED15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. And go to built.com and use that promo code because Built Bar is the best bar in the biz. Uh-oh, we have Darth Vader listening to our podcast. Oh, sweet. Hold on. What is he saying? Darth Vader says, I have a feeling we need to bring back Osuna. No, we no, don't. No, no. Um, I have a feeling. Dark side of the I have a feeling. Yeah, yeah, get out of here, Darth. <laughs> Daniel Hudson is a name or Brad Hand is a name that has been talked about um, a little bit. A Scherzer deal, could it come at the last minute like we did with Justin Verlander? Oh, yeah. I do not think so because there's so much. There's the no trade uh, clause and there are the health concerns. Uh, with Scherzer, so uh, any there team are no that- health concerns with Scherzer, he's fine. Okay, okay, he is so, fine. The MRI uh, was perfect. According to uh, according to a lot of people, uh, the, the uh, Nationals are going to be. They had a forty eight window, uh, forty eight hour window that they wanted to try to trade Max Scherzer. That way, they had enough time for the teams that they had matchmaking skills with. To, to have time to look over the medical records and for Max to say he he will accept a trade there. So um, I think that's uh, I don't think you're going to see last minute. If the if you do, uh, then maybe the Astros would be one. So yeah, um, I think if the Astros got Max Scherzer, it would be a last minute deal because there would be a lot of finagling back and forth and a lot of posturing and and chess chess. To, it'd be like a game of chess. It won't be like checkers. And so, yes, you know, um, this was an LMJ day and he did great on the mound. He is just one of our solid mainline pitchers. He has been pretty dependable all season long and it's great to have him. But Jordan Alvarez, I love him hitting home runs. I love him getting multi-hit games. I love Altuve getting multi-hit games. When these guys all start seeing the ball well, Eric, watch out because we have a deadly, deadly lineup. Yeah, and so uh, a lot of people are talking about Abraham Toro's home run uh, that it it bounced out of uh, Kyle Tucker's glove. It was still a home run. Um, so, oh, and, did it? Did it yeah. actually hit his glove? Yeah. It, it, oh, I guess yeah, I didn't even realize. Uh, it, it was kind of like that home run earlier. That was it, Seager or somebody that hit a home run earlier, and it looked like Kyle Tucker had it, kind of a chance to catch it. But this one, it actually hit Kyle Tucker's glove and it kind of went over. But uh, so yeah, but. Toro is just, um, I mean, it had to be a good experience. Like you switched dugouts from, uh, what, 24 hours earlier, and then you had that big moment. So 
congratulations, Abraham Torrio. Don't do it again, buddy. Uh, just strike out next time. And I think um, uh, we're <laughs> no talking more home before, runs, Toro. No, yeah, he had before, three in three games. No more. Yeah, before the show, Brett was like, "Yeah, maybe, maybe should have some sympathy for the Astros, uh, and he should strike out." I'm like, "No, uh, he's with a different team now. He wants to win." So the Mariners are going to be a good team, and uh, they, the I think Abraham Toro is going to be like Ramon Laureano. He's going to come back and haunt the Astros. But the Astros needed to do this Kendall Graveman trade, and I think that this it, this definitely improves the Astros bullpen. Do they need one more piece? Yeah. That way we don't have to worry about Brooks Raley coming in in big situations and uh, other stuff. Um, can uh, Brian Abreu be a big piece in this Astros bullpen? Yes, uh, if he's pitching in six inning. Not if, he, if he's yeah. pitching with control. Right. If he has control, if he commands the strike zone, Eric, Brian Abreu has stuff to be a one through three starter. Ask Brent Strom. His word's not mine. He has this stuff. He doesn't have the command. And for whatever, I don't know if it's mental or I don't know if it's mechanic, Yeah, but that's his problem. And if he can get that down, then that will be a huge, huge boost for the Astros. Yeah, so um, Jeremiah says that uh, Scherzer's uh, trade destinations are the Padres, the Dodgers, and the Giants, according to Ken Rosenthal. Oh, there you go. I see. I told you, like West Coast, he wants to go to the West Coast. That's fine. He West wants to Coast go. He wants to be on a team. Man. He wants to get beat by the Astros since he's beating beating the Astros once in this. Oh, in the not the Padres. Hey, man, that's the know, only team that scares me is the Padres. For some reason, I don't know why. Dude, but, the Giants. I think the I think the Giants are Kendall Graveman better than the Padres. Kendall Garrett Graveman says, I have no ego. Wherever you need me, I'll be a, a, available to pitch. My goal and my job is to go out there and execute pitches and go out wherever Baker need, feels the right time for me to come in a ball game. And we've seen Baker kind of uh, – and we, we saw that with uh, him the other, in uh, that loss for the Astros. He came in and pitched the eighth inning. And so uh, I think uh, we'll see Graveman a lot in eighth inning, but uh, it was just kind of weird to see the whole changing dugout and Abraham Toro changing uniforms before we even knew the, about the whole trade going on. So yeah, someone thought it was a joke. I, I remember when it was first, someone first put it on Twitter. They were like, Abraham Toro's on the field in the Seattle uniform. I don't know what's going on. And then, and then the people commenting were like, oh, they must be playing a joke. <laughs> Maybe I was thinking maybe the San Diego chicken was there. So uh, Graveman throws a power sinker that averages 97, 96.5 miles per hour. He throws a hard upper 80 slider and uh, his uh, four his first four major league seasons. He was a starter. And I remember he was with the A's and he was pretty good. So he's um, he said he's been blessed and uh, he thought his career over at one point. Um but uh, he, I, I think he had a health issue last year. I, I forgot what actually was, but uh, that's why he was shifted to the bullpen, and he's found a lot of success with the bullpen. So uh, Joe Smith, we'll have to talk about Joe Smith in a second, but this is what he had to say after the trade. He said they, the Astros, got better. Um, at this point of the season, they've given me every opportunity to show what I can do. I feel like things are coming and moving in the right direction, but then you look at the clock and we're approaching end of the line. Uh, end of July for them to be able to go out and add Graveman like they did. It'll hate, help them be able to chase that ring and look what he did that dang Seattle pitching staff, uh, coaching staff. They went out and helped them to what his fifth 
one, two, three inning of the, the season. Congratulations, Joe Smith. <laughs> That's right. So um, one of the comments put up earlier, John Heyman is re- had reported that Scherzer, despite a geographic location, just wants to win another championship. That's what so I if yeah, so if you if you can come here, um, if the Astros don't have to sell the farm and like everybody in their minor league system to get him here, and it works, why not? I mean, why not? If it if if it's something the Astros can withstand, because remember, we don't have one of the top five minor league systems. We don't have a ton of capital to give away. And you're probably going to have to give away someone who contributes to this roster, not just 40 men. It's going to hurt. It's not going to be the 40 man roster. It's going to be a 26 guy. It's, it's going to be one of the, it's going to be one of the guys in the dugout or on the field that, that you're going to have to let go of. I can see so, Jazz McCormick going. I can see uh, definitely. some of your top prospects. Um, they're, they may be able to hold on to Corey Lee. They may be able to uh, um, hold on to Tyler Brown, but I don't know about. You mean Hunter like, Brown? Hunter Brown, yeah. I don't know about a lot of other uh, people. I think they're going to have some. It's going to be yeah. tough. So it's all a guessing game right now. And until these reliable media people, like what we'll do is we'll try to do our best through Twitter and social media to report to you the reliable information that we're aware of so that yeah. you guys are informed. And we're not, we're not bashing this guy. Uh, or no, anything. I mean, he, what, what he may be saying about Taylor Jones may be true, but the fact is not a single soul in the media world has said anything about right. it. So until that happens, we've got to kind of temper our expectations with that. All right, so uh, today or tomorrow's game, whatever you want to say it is, um, Jake Odorizzi will be um, facing Kikuchi, and Kikuchi is 6-5 and five with a 3.95 ERA in a season. Jake Odorizzi is hoping that the Astros don't go trade for Max Scherzer, but he's 3-5 and five with a 4.23 ERA. And so um, the Astros, uh, Jordan Alvarez has a home run. So does Jose Altuve. And Martin Maldonado has a home run. So that's right. Um, so hopefully this will be uh, the Astros get another series um, win. They go out it. and get the W. That's all we can do. We can't get sweep because that's stupid first game. And um, welcome okay. Kendall Graveman and Rafael Montero. Welcome Houston. And hopefully you um, hopefully you're joined by some others. And uh, if, if this is the this is James Click's first trade, uh, first real real trade. I applaud you, sir. Yeah, I mean he's he's doing a great job, and a lot of people are are you know frustrated with him. But I'm just gonna say this: tomorrow, five to three, Astros win. Kendall Graveman gets a save. All right, uh, don't forget to check out the Locked On Today podcast. I'm sure they're gonna be talking all about all the Astros victory, and um, also uh, they're gonna be talking uh, the live draft show will be going on on uh, July 29th at 7 p.m. And the NBA uh, draft goat, Chad Ford, will be hosting it. And they're going to be talking about all the NBA draft picks. And uh, go and join that wherever you listen to your podcast. And go and subscribe. We're, we jumped up a lot uh, to yes. what was it, 831 or something. So, guys, please, it's crazy. Please like, go subscribe it is... to us on YouTube. And we're trying to get to 1,000. We jumped up by 50 subscribers. 837 right now as we speak. All right. Go subscribe to us on YouTube, please, uh, guys. We're trying to get to uh, 1,000. And go Astros. And let's get another victory tomorrow. Go Strips. For the H.